welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I'm Brian. And we have a very, very special guest here with us today. Oh, yeah. The one and only, the lovely, the beautiful, the amazing. It's all true. Tori Fox. Best name. Best name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to do it. I had to start it off with a... With a chamber, oh. but yes, it's a pleasure to be here. Oh, Thank man. you. I was so, so hoping much. that you would do that. I had I had no choice. I've been doing it nonstop. So oh, <laughs> I can't I do it. it. I've tried. It I work. see. It's very I've hit been or working miss. really hard on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm really mad because Justin does like a way better one than me. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I'm really trying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all. Well, I'm it, very it's something impressed. gotta get into. My Thank friend so Logan much. can do it perfectly, and it creeps me out, and I don't like it. <laughs> He, he'll follow, <laughs> he can also do Chamberlain's voice really well. Aww, so like when we hang so out cool. sometimes, he'll just be like, please. And I'm like, no, no, no. You get over there. I don't I don't like this mm-hmm. at all. Please. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think he's uh, my favorite. So He's yeah. an amazing he's character, close. that's for sure. He's close, yeah. Terrifying. Well, we are here today with Tori. Uh, by the way, Tori is super awesome because that's she true. is a scenic artist in Florida. Yep, And true. she gets to work on Correct. a lot of really cool stuff for theme parks. And she makes the most amazing costumes when she does the Run Disney races. Yes. Like, she has been a Thalassiren. <laughs> yep. She has been a tauntaun like yes, you've correct. been so many amazing things and this year she was size noodles and she freaking rocked it that was and, the, and thanks to you by the way you gave me the idea so you <laughs> nailed it like <laughs> it i was like why didn't i think ever. of this i worship her all yeah. right yeah so great so great um and tori is joining us today because we are actually pumping the brakes on star wars this week that's right guys star wars is over it's a new show it's in the past we're changing our show no more star wars ever nope we Um, were like there's too many out there we need to carve our own so what better way to do that than than on on (laughs) thraw then totally alienate all of our listeners (laughs) so it's dark crystal time friends yeah so we're here we're so excited to talk about dark crystal age of resistance and this uh show came out on netflix on august 30th and i feel like it's totally taken over my twitter feed and i know tori feels the same like oh yeah we started talking about it on twitter and i was like girl we're doing a podcast i don't even care if brian's free thankfully (laughs) brian was free (laughs) thanks for letting me come (laughs) <laughs> yes, you're welcome so welcome. To the party. You're so yeah, welcome. Yeah, the questionnaire wasn't that bad to get in, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we really get into the show, I kind of want to talk about each of our backgrounds with the Dark Crystal movie from 1982. Oh, because uh, I feel like I have a very unconventional, uh, like entrance to this world but i want to know from you guys first we'll start with you tori had you seen the dark crystal before what how familiar were you with it tell me everything yes so i definitely watched it as a kid it was one of those that like i remembered watching it but the details in general were like a little fuzzy um Mm -hmm. like like i put it in the same bucket as like jurassic park because i watched that as a kid and didn't really watch it for you know 10 years and then i watched it again um but when i saw that the show was coming out and it looked so beautiful i was like okay gotta rewatch. so rewatched right before the show dropped watched the show and then watched it after the show again because i felt like after watching the show there was a lot more clarity for me 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's basically what I did. <laughs> nice. What about you, Brian? I watched it once as a kid because it scared me. Um, and then I watched it again maybe five years ago or so. And I was oh. like, this is this is really good, but I, I, I still like the Skeksis are terrifying. Um, and then recently, a uh, few months ago, a buddy of mine just randomly decided, hey, we're going to watch all of Frank Oz's movies and uh that he directed and dark crystal was actually the first one he directed so we're like oh let's watch dark crystal and it was his first time seeing it um so yeah we did a we did a whole show on the movie the dark crystal so. wow yeah you know didn't even think about it it just happened well yeah. <laughs> i was a big fan of the muppets as a kid but i Same. had never seen or even heard of the dark crystal oh. um and a couple years ago, there was a Jim Henson exhibit here in Seattle. I think it's in New York right now, but it was here in Seattle. And Sean and I went and I saw this stuff from The Dark Crystal and I had no clue what it was. And Sean was like, oh, yeah, that's from a movie that was like older, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, OK, whatever. And then he introduced me to Fraggle Rock. I had never oh, seen Fraggle sweet. Rock before. So we watched <laughs> a little bit of that. But I didn't watch The Dark Crystal until literally this summer. So a couple months before the show came out, I think Netflix was trying to bump up The Dark Crystal so that people would watch it before the show came out. And mm-hmm. We actually started watching it, and I had never seen it before, and I got, like, I don't know, not even 20 minutes into it, and I was like, you know, I just don't think this is my thing. Like, I just don't think it's going to interest me. So I turned it off, and I didn't even finish the movie. And the show came out, and Sean started watching the show, and I kind of wasn't fully paying attention at the beginning because I just saw Dark Crystal, and I was like, oh, that's that thing that I wasn't into. And then I started picking up things out of the corner of my eye when he was watching it. And I was like, wait a second, this is really cool. And so I went back and restarted it and like really paid attention to the first few episodes, (laughs) got completely sucked in. And then I went back and watched the movie and I was like, all of this makes sense now and I love it. So yes, yes. So cool. It's so, so, so cool how those things just tie in so perfectly together and i'm sure people that grew up with the dark crystal love the show because it reflects their childhood but for me i had no past with the dark crystal so it was like totally new to me and i'm like maybe this is how people feel when they watch the sequel trilogy and then they go back and watch like the first six star wars movies you know is yeah that, how that works i don't know <laughs> probably <laughs> i don't know how yeah. anything works <laughs> weird but yeah it's such a good show it makes the movie so much better Mm -hmm. i I was gonna say yeah like my biggest issue like not issues i guess but watching the movie again right before i was like man there's just i feel like there's for me i really enjoy world building and stuff so i felt like there was a lot of like holes and i wasn't really sure about a lot of stuff and i guess in a way that's kind of intentional um but watching the show i just feel so much more like clarification and just like appreciation you know the show the show does such a great job at the beginning with setting everything up like sigourney weaver narrates the Mm -hmm. beginning and it just lays out everything it tells you about the world of thra it tells you about the different areas of thra how their planet functions who the skeksis are and like all of that which yeah and that's what 
I agree, Tori, like, that's what was missing in the movie. Because I started the movie yes. and I was like, mm-hmm. literally, what is going on right now? Like, I don't know who <laughs> any of these people are. The puppets look like people, but they're not. And I was so confused by it. Like, I thought the Gelflings in the Dark Crystal movie, they looked like weird people, like weird humans. And I couldn't figure out, like the balance between that but I think it works so well in the show because there's so many of them and they all look a little bit different yes Um, Mm -hmm. and you just get like a lot more context but yeah it's great because I feel like if like I said with my experience if you don't know anything about the movie this show really sets everything up perfectly for you you don't need to know anything about the dark crystal or the world or Mm -hmm. anything like they just explain all of the beginning information that you need to know which is awesome Uh, i love that you brought up the beginning of the show because um watching the movie again when i rewatched it uh recently i remember listening to it and being like gosh i just don't like i want more i need more explanation here i don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. and then after watching that and jumping right into the show it was like sigourney weaver like heard me and answered all my (laughs) questions (laughs) So yep. it was. Yeah. It's a it's a fantastic way to like bring it all bring it all back. Yeah, I agree. My my mom hasn't seen the show yet, and I was talking her on I was talking to her on the phone last night, and I was like, "Hey, have you watched the Dark Crystal show yet?" And she's like, "No." And then she goes, "I didn't know you were into that." And I said, "I wasn't until I saw this," and she was like, "Well, I don't really know anything about that, so I don't." think I would get the show and I said no 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 like they explain everything you don't need to know anything yeah does she listen to this show no (laughs) damn it all right fine I was gonna I was gonna call uh, you just in case mama Kiefer listen you trust my recommendations up until now you gotta you gotta want to show so we can talk about it I think she's gonna watch it when I told her that it was like a really great entry point into this whole world she was like oh great like I think she's gonna check it out She's definitely gonna check it out because Mama good. Kiefer, listen, you gotta watch it's, this show. It's really good. It's the right she choice. Listen. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I'll follow up with her this weekend and be like, "Hey, so how many episodes in are you?" But I'm sure she'll start texting me when she starts watching it because she'll be like, "Oh my gosh, this is so good!" And I just love all the characters. Tell yeah. her that her new favorite child recommends it. <laughs> <laughs> I tell everyone that you're her favorite. It makes me so upset. I worked so hard for that place. And you just took it from me. In a weekend. (laughs) Like a monster. Yeah, actually, you know what? She doesn't listen to the show, so you're in the clear. You can just be like, no, really, trust me on this one. And also, Brian says, maybe watch it or whatever. You can take credit for the recommendation. I'm giving you the the. Well, it was my recommendation. I called her yesterday. I know, but she hasn't seen it yet. What are you doing? Come she on, Savannah. We got to. It's only been a few hours. <laughs> you, you know we have to strong arm your mom. That's how this works. All right. You got to be like, not listen. That resistant. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not. She is. Re- How's she doing in Game of Thrones? Oh, she finished Game of Thrones. What? Okay. The se- not the books. Yeah, the books. That's what I'm talking. Oh, about. I don't know how she. I don't know about the books. Hmm. I'll ask her. Oh, I'll okay. ask her. Mm, right. I have to say something real quick about the title of this show. It's called Dark <laughs> Crystal Age of Resistance. Yep. And there's like a new Star Wars comic series right now yep. called okay. Age of Resistance. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm so glad there's you brought our tie this in. up. <laughs> it's a little confusing. <laughs> because, because we kind of, which I'm sure we'll talk about 
you know, later on the like parallels with Star Wars. And like every time yeah. I see either one, I always think of the other one. And I'm just like, they're just now permanently connected in my mind. Like I yeah. can't unconnect this- them now. I didn't even think about it until this morning I was catching up on some episodes of the Forest cast and I saw that they were doing an episode about Age of Resistance and I was like, no way, they already beat me to this. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, and then I was like, oh, it's the comic. I thought they were discussing the show. I was like, why are they discussing the show too? But yeah, there are a lot of uh, parallels to Star Wars that I definitely want to talk about. We'll get to that in a little bit, but it is... So great. Um, And I think we just need to dive right into it. So I want to give everybody a fair warning. We're not going to go too heavy into spoilers. Um, Maybe at the end we will. And when we do, we will give you a fair warning. So for right now, we'll keep this as surface level as we can. Um, But as far as like big plot points and reveals of the story, we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. So if you haven't seen it yet, you can tune out towards the end when we let you know. But... Oh my goodness. Everybody <laughs> in this show is so freaking cute, except yep. for obviously this gets. <laughs> okay, well, and but, Agra, let's be but honest. But they are great. I kind of like so. her. I kind of like her, though. Agra is also terrifying. As a kid, oh I was like, gosh, oh my gosh, no. I think she's so <laughs> precious. I would give her the biggest hug. I oh, love her. Man. Yeah, she's like the really cool aunt or something. Yeah, or like a little or rough just, around or just the like edges, a, but like, yeah, or just what, like a what weird kind of little aunts grandma. Do you just have? Like... <laughs> <laughs> you don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Your aunts, whenever they sit. They, uh, 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 all right. Now you listen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now a little little peek behind the curtain, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, Agra scares me. Even now. <laughs> so before we get into this, should we kind of set up the basics for people that don't know anything about this? Sure. Yeah. So in in the show and the movie, they're living on this world called Thra. And Thra is basically divided into multiple clans, kingdoms, whatever you want to call them. There's different areas of the planet. And the uh, vegetation is different there. And the views are different. Everything is different in each uh, clan. And each clan on the planet is run by a madra, by a female leader. And then over all of the clans is one overarching madra that rules everybody and makes the those all decisions. Madra, the all-madra, if The all-madra. The all-madra. And the creatures that inhabit Thra are called the Gelflings. And they're like... Um, I would compare them to elves. Yeah. They're like little yeah. elf They're like elf tiny elves. Yeah. elves. Tiny yeah. little forest tiny elf elves. humans. Tiny little forest elves. Yeah. Little like an elf fairy combo because the, the yeah. females have wings. Yes, yes. So they, the girls really look like fairies. Um, And then there are creatures called podlings and... My favorites. Guys, the greatest. all love the I podlings. have never felt so represented. In yes. Like, like when he's eating the oatmeal and then like looking at himself. <laughs> and he gets oatmeal on his shirt in the morning. Like, yeah. The podlings are precious. Anyway, continue. they're little <laughs> potato people. Yeah, they look they're, like a yes. cross between a potato and a frog. Yes, I love them. That's my, <laughs> that's my favorite scene in the movie. Yes, that's exactly it. My my favorite scene in the movie was the podling party when they're just like having a great time. I was like, this is the greatest. And yeah, now the, like, the, the deterge. I was going to say, I like <laughs> the deterge. The deterge was yep. incredible. <laughs> yes. I hate taking baths. 
so, so we have funny. the podlings, and then we have the bad guys, the skets. Skek- I don't know why I have such a hard time saying their name. The skexies. skexies. The skexies. Yep. Skexies. 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 And skexies are a cross between like alligators and birds and yes. people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Very tall alligator bird people that are absolutely disgusting. <laughs> yeah, especially one in of them. This. They are, oh but we God. love them. Are you going to talk about like Skeklak and the? Yes. Oh the my bad. God! There's like snot constantly <laughs> running out of their noses and just into the food. So gross. Oh, yeah, that was that was a rough scene to watch. I don't normally get like freaked out, <sighs> but I was like, oh, this is. This is something. It's so gross. There and was a we... lot of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> and then we have a character named Agra, which we already mentioned. And we only see one character of her type, of her species. Yeah, she's um, like Yoda, I think. I don't really know what she's yes. called. Or... Yeah. She's well, a, in that respect, she's yeah. A, <laughs> like... She's a crystal crystal being thing. Yeah. Because she was invented by the crystal, right? And she almost looks like a giant Yoda with ram horns and a missing eye. And she looks like she's just had a really rough time. Like metal Yoda, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do that to Yoda, guys. (laughs) But but there's something about her personality that is wise and she's she's been around a long time. Yeah, she's very old and she's knowledgeable of things outside of everything else. Yeah, mm-hmm. so and I'll I think gi- she's I'll like. Give you that. I think she's sassy like Yoda too. Kind of like that old, she's that old a, sass yeah. going on. She's yeah. she's yeah. sassy like Savannah, like Savannah has a lot of Agra. Excuse me, are you <laughs> saying that I am Agra? I'm saying you got a lot of sass, and I think your response proved it. I want to say <laughs> that I don't well. find that to be. A negative thing. Thank you, Tori. If See? I was compared to Agra, I'd be flattered. flattered. See? That's how I meant it. Sass is not a bad mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I, uh, so then there's also uh, <laughs> other characters that are cool, um, that are less intimidating. What's that little guy called? Agra's buddy. Fizzgig? Do you remember? Yes. Those things okay. are interesting. Can I tell you my yeah, story oh, about the, story, the fizz yes. gigs? Because I have a story. Yes. So the fizz gigs are like these little poof balls with mouths. <laughs> and they it's like Chewbacca, but with no body. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. like the head of Chewbacca. Yeah. And they don't speak English. They just kind of like growl at everything and like bite things. And then they roll around. They're so cute. They roll around. Yep. And the fizz gigs are just everywhere. And several of our characters in the show call them fizzgig and yep. i just thought oh no those little dudes are just so cute i gotta look up you know if i can buy like a plushie of them or something but the whole time i watched the show i thought they were calling them biscuits oh, of course. <laughs> so biscuits. i look up so i look up dark crystal oh biscuit God. I look up Dark Crystal Biscuit, and I just want to tell you guys, I am not the first person that has incorrectly assumed their name. I am not the first person. That is crazy. Yes, because when I searched Dark Crystal Biscuit, the very first thing to show up was a fizz gig, and I looked at my husband, because he thought it was Biscuit, too, and I looked at him, and I said, they're called fizz gigs. That but like so, so yeah. Also, now I just want to call them biscuits. So I know. thank you for they're, this. They're they're oh little precious little biscuits. Little biscuits. Right. 
Guys, yeah. she's, she's not lying. I just did it. <laughs> he put Dark Crystal Biscuit. It's a video of a fizz gig screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what in the world? Oh, my this God. Is, it doesn't even correct you. It doesn't. It doesn't I know. <laughs> it doesn't even say, did you mean fizz gig? It just says biscuit and you get this. Mine, like, came down in the, I drop, told in the you. drop down menu. <laughs> I told People you. People definitely search for that. Oh, yeah. Oh so God. I was a little ashamed at first. And then I was like, clearly, I'm not the only one that's said this or oh, thought this or searched this. There's so much that they're synonymous. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's not even like displaying results for fizz gig because I knew that's I what you meant. It's like, no, this is dark crystal this biscuit. This is a biscuit. Yep. <laughs> is this? <laughs> I would like a biscuit, please. Oh, my God. There's not even anything about biscuits on this. It's just fizz gigs. <laughs> Yeah, it just completely, it just completely, yeah, I was looking at that too. Liter- none of the searches have the word biscuit in them, but it just knows. Oh my uh, I love it. But I love the fizz gigs. They are so cute. They are. So, so, so awesome. cute. But yeah, that's my story, guys. Oh, well, oh my I, I was not it prepared. was long awaited and very worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gotta wow. love a good biscuit. Gotta um, love a good biscuit. <laughs> and then, huh. I mean, there are a lot of creatures and creepy crawlies in the show, but the last, like, uh, very important species to talk about is the, uh, uh, I don't even know how to say this. The Uru? The Uru? Yeah. The Mystics? We'll Basically, call them the Mystics. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Mystics. Yeah. And the Mystics are, are like, affected. They're connected to the Skeksis. Yep. So whatever happens to one of them will also happen to a Skeksy. So if one passes away, same yep. thing will happen. And yep. if one gets hurt, like, it's so weird. Um, well, given the lore, mm-hmm. they're the same thing. Yeah. If, you've seen, if you've seen the movie, it's 30 years old, guys. That's not really a spoiler for the series. So at Savannah Kiefer, if you have any issues. Um, uh, I yes, uh, at Savannah <laughs> Kiefer because yeah, I don't know who that is. That's no, definitely not, <laughs> guys. It's you. I'm trying to save you here. Anyway, Mystics are awesome. I like the Mystics a lot. Yeah, they're very even cool. though they they're talk. so slow. Oh, they're, they're precious. So slow. I love them. <laughs> this. Yeah, they're awesome. I love the that there's like because in the movie they didn't. They didn't have time really to dive into the how deep the connection goes between the two. Not yeah. just the fact that they're two halves of a being, but the fact that like the archer and the hunter are the same one. So they even share traits amongst yeah. each other. Like their names know? always kind of coincide, which I think is really cool. Yeah. So awesome. are you saying they're like two halves of the same coin? Oh, that is that is exactly what I'm saying. That is what? exactly what we're saying. What? <laughs> interesting very interesting um i like like the mystics a lot i do too so the synopsis of the show says when three gelfling discover the horrifying secret behind the skeksis power they set out on an epic journey to ignite the fires of rebellion and try to save their world so basically agra she has been sleeping for a very 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 long time and she uh, traveling the universe Traveling yep. the universe, yes. Which and I would she- like a spinoff of that. I just want to oh, throw it yeah. out there. <laughs> oh yeah. I There's feel like she wouldn't a, be very good a at making travel friends. channel agra show. 
<laughs> a travel show host. Yes, and here we have the bedroom. <laughs> Can you welcome to my crib? Yeah. <laughs> Over here, don't touch that. Don't touch that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Agra. Oh, um, but she has entrusted the Skeksis to possess power over this all-powerful crystal mm. uh, that basically keeps the peace and gives life to Thra. Mm-hmm. And now the Skeksis are taking life from the crystal to give them everlasting life. So that's yep. like the general synopsis of the show. And then we have our three heroes that have to go off and save the world and yada, yada, yada. Um, yep. That's their names. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> so the first Gelfling that we get to know is Rianne. Yep. Not Ryan. Not case, Ryan, get, even though it's spelled like Ryan. And yep. I just would like to say in the movie, I think the guy Gelfling is called Jen. Right? Yes. Yep. Why do they have like girl names? Yeah, uh, you know that's a good question. It's, it's Jen, like J I N, right? I think, pretty sure. Uh, oh, okay. I thought it was a girl until he met uh, Kira, and then she's like, he's like, oh, Same. I don't have wings. She's like, of course not, because you know you're a boy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's a boy. Okay, got it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because he has Same. such a really nice voice of like, oh, okay, what's over right. here? I'm gonna. Well, go and his clothes this. don't really indicate him as a boy. Yeah. Um, Far as we yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. So. so we have Rianne. Rianne. And then yep. we meet Deet. And oh, Deet. Deet. Guys. Love Deet. We Deet. love Deet. Deet is my so, everything. Oh. God, yep. she is like, she is a biscuit. <laughs> yeah, she is a biscuit. <laughs> She's seriously she like is... the cutest thing I've ever seen. Agreed. She is so cute. And I love that she lives so her clan lives underground and they have these very big pupils that just make them look so cute because it's so yep. dark down there that they yep. need all their pupils to like be giant and take in all the light and she's yes. so precious. And she's I love great. her skin the, is a little bit greenish. I say, yeah, I love the color palette for them. Ugh. Oh yeah. 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 So I, I cool. think Deet I think Deet might be the most beautiful puppet I've ever seen. Oh just, I the, yeah. Yeah. The design, the color, the hair, the way she moves, like everything about D I think is just a work of art. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree yeah. more. Yep, yep. And she likes nature, which is awesome. I like I like D. She's very nice to all animals. She's she's nice to everyone, but especially animals. Yep. Um and then we meet Brea and she is also a Gelfling and she is a princess. So her mom is the All Madra. Yep. And Brea, Brea reminds me a lot of like the stereotypical Disney princess. It's like, you know, artsy and getting into trouble, but still a good person. And then her mom's always mad at her. Yeah. Um, but we all it. we all love her. Um, yep. And then we have Hup. Hup, just the best character in the entire show. Absolutely. Everybody wants to be Hup. Like yep. Brian and I have said that we are Deet and Hup, and I'm like, okay, yep. but but which one of us is Hup? And yeah. he wants to be Hup, but I'm like, we're I'm, still kind of, we're I'm still Hup. not really decided, guys. So, <laughs> and I'm sure you want to be Hup too, Tori. So, I mean, yeah, honestly, so. I love both of them so much. I'd take any, I'd take anything. Yeah, yeah. but I Savannah do when I, we, we especially when he like <laughs> just, he does that. I think he only does it like once throughout the whole mo- the whole show. But when he like sucks his face in. 
that one yeah you know what I'm about? i like i was i had to rewind yeah. that i was like what is happening <laughs> Oh, so, so cute. Good. Every time I type the word Huff on my phone now, like if I'm texting someone about him, it completely capitalizes the it whole name because I'm always it. so excited. Yeah. As it should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very just, important. He's just so sweet and pure. And mm-hmm. I well, I think my favorite thing about the Podling Puppets is they're just, they're so expressive and have so much emotion mm-hmm. and you know exactly what's going on, but like they don't really use a ton of verbiage. They're just kind of... Well, and they don't speak English. They're yeah. speaking like their own nonsense language, so yeah. you have no yeah. clue what they're saying, nonsense. but I totally understand it. it. Listen it's here. Kind of it, is a, oh, it is sorry. a viable language. Brian, do I don't you mean it in a condescending way. Language? Do I speak the language? I mean, I will neither confirm nor deny if I can or can't on the podcast, but I, I will would... say that I'm aspiring. <laughs> I, say, I would like to challenge you to learn the language, please. Uh, Done. Done. Okay, great. Okay, Challenge great. accepted. <laughs> but easy. whoa, hold on. If I learn the language, do I automatically get up? Because I feel like that's how it should work. Um, I'm not agreeing to that right now. You know what? Tor- Tori laid the gauntlet down. I'm just answering the call. All right. And I'm hanging up your call. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Brian. It was nice talking. See you later. <laughs> it was. She's always. <laughs> that's the unspoken thing about having guests on the show is which she's secretly interviewing my replacement every time. Uh-huh. And I've been scared yes. 100% of the time, <laughs> uh, which is okay, because now I have something to do in my spare time, which yeah, is learn toddling. <laughs> Perfect. You know, we had a good, we had a good run. Out. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. We did have a good run. <laughs> yeah. Bye. It was cool. If you don't mind, talk about uh, the puppet show. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank God. It's just us now. <laughs> Uh, oh, it didn't turn off. It didn't turn. I don't know how to turn this off. Guess you're. Guess. Guess I'm stuck here. Um, so Hup's the best. He's the best. Correct. Um, I want to ask you, Tori. When you watched the show, did you sit down and binge it, or did you kind of like space it out? So, had I had the time, I might have binged it. Um, I kind of yeah. go half and half on that whole thing. Uh, sometimes I'll binge something. Sometimes um, just like well. Why would I do that? I can just space it out. So um, I definitely spaced it out. But the second time I watched it, I mainly binged it. So yeah, just what to kind you, of Brian? like refresh. I binged it. Oh, yeah. I okay. so every I don't know how to enjoy things moderately. I just don't. <laughs> it's not. I, d- it's I don't hard. understand. It's so hard control. now. Yeah, what's really hard is rewatching things for me because there's mm-hmm. so many things I want to watch and like movies and shows and I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So then it's like, would I rewatch something that I've already watched or finally get to the thing that I've been meaning to watch for a while? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just I just watched it straight through and I'm, from like the first five minutes, I was like, this is the greatest show. I love puppets. And then yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I love puppets. Yeah, yeah I'm love kind puppets. of I'm kind of the same way with. I, it's hard for me to rewatch something knowing that there's so many other things out there. But with this, it was yep. very easy for me to watch again. Very it's easy. It's so good. Yeah. Well, this is like was... Avatar. You can't just watch an episode. You have to watch all of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I was asking if you binged it because I feel like, especially on Netflix, if a series is released in its entirety, everybody is talking about it from beginning to end within, like, two days. Like, everybody's talking about the whole show. Yep. And for this, like, I spaced it out. My husband was like, oh, let's actually take our time watching this because we're so bored with Netflix right now that we're like, well, we need to make this last as long as we can. Yeah. So we we only watched one episode a day, and I think we even had a couple days maybe in there that we didn't watch it. Um, 
But I noticed that was kind of a trend online. I noticed a lot of the people that I follow and a lot of people discussing the show seem to kind of take their time with it. And I feel like that's just really unusual these days for anything that gets put on any streaming service in its entirety from the first day. So I kind of was just wondering what it is about this show that makes people want to soak it up. And I... I just think because it's so detailed and there's so many characters that it would be difficult to binge it just because there's like so much going on. But I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting that I feel like a lot of the people I follow seem to be taking their time with this and really enjoying it rather than running through it quickly. Yeah, I think for me, it's almost I'm glad that it was spaced out. Because there is, like you said, there's so many characters. There's really just so much and everything is so rich and everything is handmade and it's so beautiful. I I feel like it's almost overwhelming in a way. Mm -hmm. So I think and I also think that I between episodes, I would kind of think about the previous episode or two episodes that I maybe would have watched in a night. And I think they were more enriched because I had time to kind of think about them in a way. That's fair. But I think that's cool that people are kind of taking their time with it. Because I think when you blow through, you kind of do lose some of it. Yeah. I think for me especially, like sometimes I'll I'll check my phone while I'm watching a show or I'll just like get up Mm -hmm. to get something to drink and then I miss a couple seconds of it. But if I take my time with it, I'll actually pause it and go take care of what I need to take care of and then come back and make sure that I don't miss anything. And like I said, I did miss the first couple episodes of this show because I didn't even know that I was going to like it. Uh, So I had to go back and watch those. But I don't know. It was just interesting. I've never really taken my time watching something before like I did with this. Like when Stranger Things came out over the summer, I watched (laughs) the whole season in one day. In a day. Yeah. Yeah, And that's also because it came out on a holiday, but I think even if this had come out on a holiday, I think I still would have taken my time. So anyways, I just thought that was interesting. No, that is super interesting. I agree. But uh, we need to like actually get into the guts of this show. Let's do it. There's so much. I don't even know where to begin. Um, But I think my very first impression of the show was just, wow. (laughs) Because everything looks so amazing. Like, every single thing. All the puppets, their hair, their clothes, the sets, the everything just looks so real. And... Obviously, most of it is real. Some of it is CGI, but the world building here was just beautiful, and the way they did everything, it it was just amazing. Like, I'm still speechless from how great everything looks. It's A lot of people have compared this show to Game of Thrones just with some of the story beats and also the way it's made, and I feel like this is, like, the level of quality that went into Game of Thrones with the visuals is like the same level here for this show with puppets <laughs> oh yeah i could agree more yeah i think um you the whole cgi versus real life i always like to see real life but mm-hmm. i think there's that really nice sweet spot between you know doing maybe mainly real life and then maybe adding in that cgi to make it a little extra that I just yeah. it's it's so authentic it's so real and that's how I've kind of feel the same way about Star Wars almost in a way like the new the newer um, trilogy is kind of 
that mixture, it's just perfect. It's like the perfect balance between the two. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't get because you can't get all the way there with, you know, physical the physical, but you can get pretty close and then cheat the rest of the way. It's it's awesome. Well, and your day job is spent creating and painting and fabricating a lot of things that contribute to world building at theme parks, right? So yes. yeah. mm-hmm. this probably Correct. means a lot to you to know that so many people have put time and effort into this show when you do that on a daily basis for other things. Oh, absolutely. And like watching this and especially watching the behind the scenes documentary, I honestly was most excited for that. I, I wanted to watch that first, but I was like, no, you have to watch the show first. Why would you watch the making yeah. of first? But I yeah. was most excited for that. And it was it was awesome. It was such a cool thing to watch. And, you know, since being in this industry, I definitely appreciate everything 10 times more because and they, yeah. I mean, they kind of the documentary did a really good job. I think I think some people when they look at film or really just any kind of fabrication for something that's maybe semi permanent or just kind of a big deal, like a theme park or a movie. Um, they think that it's like a pretty quick thing if it's something that's maybe in the background or a scene that you see for five minutes. But no, like it's pretty, it's pretty intensive, even for, you know, a spoon, hup spoon. They're talking about (laughs) deliberating back and forth like that. Like that's how it is. And it was pretty cool to see them talk about that. So, yeah. I'm so happy I didn't even know the documentary existed until I was almost done with the show because I saw someone tweeting all these facts about the show and behind the scenes stuff and I was like where are they getting this information and then I did more (laughs) digging and I was like wait there's a documentary and it's almost like Netflix doesn't even unlock the documentary for you until you finish the show at least on my Netflix profile I could not find it until I was done with the show I saw it (laughs) oh really it's so weird it was on my list first yeah and I was like what and it's like oh wow I guess I gotta watch the rest but it was literally like locked for me we could not find it we've I think we even tried searching for it and we couldn't find it until we were done with the show which is kind of weird but yeah but I guess that's kind I mean I think that's kind of the way it should be but you know yeah I agree I totally agree I mean not actually locked but finding it after (laughs) yeah yeah I'm glad I didn't watch it until the end (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I agree. I I love it. I mean, it's it's right up in my wheelhouse. You know, I love creatures, creature performers, puppeteers. Like those are my people. Mm-hmm. And this in everything about this series was a work of art. From oh, yep. the I mm-hmm. like I love the marriage of the the practical physical costumes and puppets as well as the CG because it it worked so well. They're like clearly the hunter is not going to be jumping on the side of vehicles and like j- running down cliffs and stuff like that because Nick Kellington inside is not going to be able to do those things blind. Mm-hmm. But if you can have the best visual effects artists doing their things with the best puppeteers and then how it all kind of one hand washes the other in this, like even with the voices. I mean, the puppeteers were doing the lines and performing and then yes. the actors oh. came in later and did choices based on the choices the puppeteers made. So yes. I'm like, dude, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. That was so exciting. I one of my biggest questions was how did they how do they match all that up? That's so much dialogue, and yeah. you know what came first, the chicken or the egg? Is it the is it the puppet speaking that we match with, or is it vice versa? Do they record the lines and they match it with the puppets? It was so cool to learn about all of that from the documentary. Yeah. The, the biggest thing that distracted me was trying to figure out how they were puppeteering each character because there's so <laughs> much that is moving like their ears their eyes their oh body, yeah uh-huh. their face and i was just like 
who is controlling what? Like, what is going on? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- I'm just really happy they did the documentary, and I'm happy it was such a long documentary because I wanted to know all that information. I wish it was longer, honestly. I was like, oh, just do a whole series. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. But that's why we're doing things like podcasting about this because we want Netflix to know that we love this and we're going to continue rewatching it until you give us more. Because yeah, Netflix, please give us more because yeah. I need to. I need to know more. <laughs> yeah, full I th- real. I think for um, anybody that watches this show and really enjoys it, we should just watch it as much as we can because <laughs> that is what registers with Netflix is how many people view something. Yep. Um, yep. And Absolutely. it's rewatch value. So, and we'll talk about this later, but I think the ending of the show is very open. And like you even said, oh, yeah. I'd love a spinoff of Agra. Like, <laughs> yes, I think they could do so, so many. Yeah. They can do so many spinoffs or, you know, even a prequel to the prequel. They could do so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, I want a show just called Hup Does Things. Oh, my yes. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Just <laughs> but like brushing his teeth in the morning and, like, just, yep. you know, wiping like, his little I... eyes when he's tired. Oh. I was going to say, like, modern day feet. things, like, Hup goes grocery shopping or, like. Oh, yes. Yes. Hup exactly. tries tennis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just Hup, Hup sees trying a different puppy foods. dog. <gasps> Could you imagine if Hup got to pet a dog? Oh, my God. Series Hup and We pups. would die. Hups and, pups. Hups, and pups. <laughs> hups and pups. Can someone please make this Somebody a make YouTube that. series or something, please? Why aren't we funding this? I, <laughs> I would fund this. You just tell I me where absolutely. I need to throw my money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We need to find a hup puppet and do it. Hup pup. Oh, my goodness. Puppets are now called pups. Tell your friends. Oh, yep, just sit with that. Pups. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's what that's what people in the business call it. You know, it's just pups. You know, like yeah, Kermit, just... Kermit, real famous pup. You yeah. know how it is. <laughs> yeah, sunglasses. Yeah. Oh the, man. Incredible. Like the people that worked on this. There's a there's a lot of Star Wars uh, sticking on brand. Uh, I was overlap. just gonna ask you about that. You must <laughs> yeah, have read my mind. So yeah, I mean, and you know, Game of Thrones overlap too. Sorry, I had to. Tons of Game of Thrones overlap, tons. So the people behind the puppets. So like Dave Chapman is one of the lead puppeteers in this. He was, he's one of the puppeteers for BB-8. Yep. And then he's done creature stuff as well. Uh, Nick Kellington, as I mentioned before, who was the in-suit performer for The Hunter. He has been in, let's see, episode eight. He was one of the Canto Bite guys that rolls the dice. Um, He's a few things in episode nine that I can't really talk about yet. And then uh, Ollie Taylor, who is, well, actually Derek Arnold. Derek mm-hmm. Arnold, one of the best creature performer buddy. people out there, our buddy, uh, he worked on it as well. He was an assistant to Dave Chapman. Kevin Clash was in this, who's Elmo. That's crazy. Uh, very cool. That um, is crazy. There's a guy named Barnaby Dixon that I've been following for a really long time. He started on YouTube, I believe. And he makes these like really elaborate hand puppets. He has like an Yeah, he did the, the puppet show. Yeah, he did the puppet <laughs> show. The, the puppet show within a puppet show. I was going to say, I love that they did a puppet show inside of a puppet show. Yep. Incredible. That I think was my favorite scene of the whole thing. Because when the they showed that they part in it, the behind the scenes, I was like, "What?" Because I didn't know who he was. Yeah, I didn't they, realize so, the logistics of that. <laughs> he so he has a, a a little bird puppet. Like he creates all the puppets himself, and he designs them or not. He has one called Dabchick, and it's this little like uh, orange bird. And he goes on. There's like YouTube series of like Dabchick goes to France, and it's really funny. 
Uh, so the second I saw that scene of the puppet show, the way that little character was moving in the story, I was like, that looks exactly like the style Barnaby Dixon does. And then in wow. the documentary, they're like, we found this guy, Barnaby Dixon. I was like, I knew it. Yeah, so it was really That's cool. That's so cool that, that you knew who he was. What? I saw that and I was like, this is amazing. But I didn't realize it was his hand. I knew right away because it's such a specific style, the way that he does it. Because yeah. he has one hand puppets like Dab Check, but then he has two hand puppets. And like where he's using both of his hands to make this thing move around and dance. It's so cool. Check him out, Barnaby Dixon. Um, Becky Henderson was Deet. You know, she was just incredible. God, we love Deet. For real. We Victor Yared. So Victor Yared. Yeah, same. Victor Yared is Hup. He's the puppeteer as well as the voice actor. They kept oh. his voice in it. So they didn't have like a puppeteer do one half of it and then a voice actor or actor come in and do the voice for it. Victor Yared did everything with Hup. It's his voice as well as his puppeteering. That's awesome. So, That's so cool. Yeah. That's why he's the I, best. Duh. Yeah. I think he might be the only one. Uh, there's like the there's other characters as well that were like background and like different gelflings and things like that. But as far as like one of the main lead ones that everybody knows, uh, I think he may be the only one that was both sides. Um, which is kind of he actually had to learn he actually had to learn podling, so that's cool. So. Which is an actual language that someone had to create. That's uh, right. I love how they talked about him like emailing. Yes, the the language guy in Podling. Yep. So I awesome. don't remember that. It's in the documentary. They like because uh-huh. <laughs> they actually made like that. the language, so you can actually like read and write it. And like they did, like they did for Game of Thrones and Dothraki. Like it's a language mm-hmm. you can learn. Mm-hmm. They had a language of Podling, and that Victor Yard is so you know, cool. Amazing. Could you imagine just creating a language? Right? I don't even know like, where you'd what? begin. Like, I think as a kid, I, you know, fascinated with aliens and all this. And I would, like, think about Same. trying to create a language. And I'd make, like, five words and then give up. Like, there's just, it's so much. <laughs> yeah. It's so much. How do you to- do it? Yeah. yeah. Think about Tolkien. Tolkien did, like, most, oh, like, he was gosh, fascinated yeah. by language. And he's just like, I'm just going to make this. And then did. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Gotta love it. P.S. Victor, come on my show. You know uh, what? I, you need you need a campaign for them to. Uh, I can't remember what language site it was, but they had where you could learn um, Dothraki on it. You should what? be like, hey, put po- please put Podling on it. I would totally if it was something that was like a structured curriculum that was like kind of easy like to Rosetta do Stones. on a daily. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would definitely. I'd go in on it with you. I, I'd. Uh, I'd learn some Podling. Yes, there we go. <laughs> Take that, Savannah. You're getting replaced this time. Ha <laughs> ha! Welcome to this the Podling time. cast. Oh my god! Change your podcast. Change your podcast name to Podling Cast. Please. Oh man! Oh man! The, or or do the pod and then in parentheses ling and then cast. Yeah. You know, so it's podcast, but the ling is inside. Stop so it's saying pod this out loud. Cast. Someone's gonna steal this idea. Shh. Guys, just edit we're trademarking it verbally right now. Yeah, never mind. I've, already, tra- I've already trademarked it. That's right. It's trademarked. <laughs> These you don't want to mess with Savannah. She's like Agra when in the, in the courtroom. Don't do it. She's uh, like it's Agra idea. in the courtroom. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> She's very assertive. She's gonna get her way one way or another. She has she has eyeballs <sighs> that she use. Uh, I'm drowning here. Uh, guys, don't take my idea. <laughs> I'll mess you up. That's what he's saying. Or you know what? If you do, just make it good. That's the big thing. Yeah. No. And no, no. and ask don't us to come on though. your show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, That's no. Right. Don't take it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't take it though. Don't. <laughs> okay. Please. <laughs> um He cries. Okay. Let's go back to the show for a minute because Oh yeah. It's it's such a tricky balance here because there's so much behind the scenes stuff to talk about, but there's also like 
the yep. core of the show. Um, yep. So in the beginning of the show, we meet Rianne, and he is a boy gelfling, as we mentioned. And yep. he has a little girlfriend, and her name was Mira. And yep. him and Mira were so cute. I've never felt more uncomfortable watching two puppets kiss in my life. Um, <laughs> That's romance, baby. Seen. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it was so weird watching that. I was like, oh, well, this is strange. Somebody's never seen Team America. Go on. Um, I don't even know what that is. You don't. You don't want to know. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> so there's Rianne and Mira. And Mira ends up getting mixed up with the Skeksis. Yeah. And they're like, we must take your essence. <laughs> and they like <laughs> suck the life out of her. And... Yep. She that was did. a perfect Skeksis impression, though. Savannah yeah. killing it always. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you did, they, uh, you did they, real good. Real good. They, they're they using Thanks. the crystal in a way that it is not intended to mm-hmm. drain the life force from the Gelfling to drink it and then maintain what they believe to be eternal life. Yep. Yeah. Got pretty dark. That's what the thing. I, dark crystal's real dark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, correct. It's true to its name. What I what yeah. I was thinking about when I when I watched it was, and I know that it like makes them feel immediately like powerful and strong and stuff. But I was like, yeah. how do you know that it's prolonging your life? Like I like how do they? they yeah, that's a good know. question. Like, how do you I wonder know? what their normal lifespan is and like how long, how long they've lived and how much the crystal kind of adds to their life like is it five years is it five weeks how much are you getting here when you take yeah. stuff from the crystal i feel like it's probably a like a couple days or something or like a week or something yeah i feel like it's I a short really? period of time because they have um, it so often yeah yeah, yeah. or th- i mean they're also like greedy creatures so who knows but i think yeah. these are great questions for like a zoological book about yes. all of the animals like i want it written like they're real <laughs> Yep, same. We, Lifespan, we everything. <laughs> yeah, we need basically like the um, the encyclopedias that we get for Star Wars. That's what we need for this. Yep. Yes. Or like, or maybe uh, they're the out there and I just don't know it. And read religiously. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, I feel like they've added a few new things here and there, though, right? With the show, like, uh, like I, I know it's minimal, but I feel like they probably added a few things that I might be new. I honestly have no idea. I would like. I'd an have to look. Version, I guess. As far as the lifespan of Skeksis? Well, in terms of different creatures and stuff. Like she was saying. Oh. Oh, right, maybe yes. one already exists, but Yeah, they definitely I those need big a, those I need big a, like sl- addition to, you know. Yeah, yeah. the updated cuz those big space slug things with the eyes and stuff, that wasn't oh, in the yeah. first movie. Oh, the ner- nerlo- nerlogs? Ner- yeah. Those, those are those, those are things. precious. I love those. They are really cute. I want a little Can we talk about the roly baby. Oh yeah, yeah. The little roly polies. The little guy that like eats books. That guy was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I forgot yes. about him. And of course, the biscuits. Got to love biscuit. those biscuits. <laughs> there are so many things in the show that would make great plushies, and very few of them exist. Like True. I'm yes. still trying to find a freaking Agreed. podling plushie, and they don't exist. And gosh, somebody please get on this because I need one. Yeah, take that idea. Make a podling plushie. So that Savannah yeah. can buy yeah, it. Yeah, take that idea. Charge as much as you want. I'll pay it. I don't even Th- care. She yep. will. She will. Yep. She is prone to oh, gouging. I would pay yep. it as yeah. well. Yes. Yep. There's a company out there that makes fizz gig purses, which is a little <laughs> morbid, but I kind of want please one. Please stop. Are you serious? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead serious. Oh and you know how I oh found that? God. You know how I found that? By searching Dark Crystal Biscuits. 
<laughs> it's a term used for a lot of things. Yeah. So if you search that, you'll find the purses. That's so funny. Um. Yeah. So basically, did you find him? Sorry. Yes, I'm looking at this right now. This is like, so my number one weakness in life is novelty purses. I have so many. It is such a problem. That's like amazing. if it's a purse that's shaped like something weird, like I want to buy it. And I want to buy this purse. This is incredible. Yeah, it says it's for a Halloween costume, but we all know that's for everyday use. Absolutely. That's true. It's only $19.99 at HalloweenCostume.com. Oh my God, it's 20 bucks. I'm buying this right now. Are yeah. You and you oh can God. put your phone in his mouth. Do you see that? Stop it. Where? Hold on. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm going to text oh this to you right now. Oh my God. <laughs> this was made directly for me. This is great. Yeah, I'm going to buy one. <laughs> this is your brand. There you go. Yes. You can get a Fizzy gig. A biscuit. This Killing is my biscuit. Oh my god, a biscuit. That is oh, That man. is so good that it's like a it's an overall term now for yeah. the crystal puppets and creatures. They're it's just canon. That's canon. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It is canon. But for real though, people need to step up the merch game here because I there's like Funko more. Pops. Oh but I'm not into Funko Pops. I want I yep, want same. other stuff. And right now, Funko Pops and, like, the Weta statues are the only thing right now that you can find that's licensed. Yeah. So it's a little difficult out here to get our Dark Crystal merch fix. So yeah, if anybody s- could get on that, we would be very happy. We are suffering. Yep. I would Give like us- official Dark Crystal spoons. Oh, oh my yes. God. Seriously, yeah. Could you imagine, like, yes. a whole set? I'm just like saying. A, like a hub baking ideas. cooking set? Yep, oh my that's what goodness. I want. As long as we're throwing out ideas here. Let's start our own business right now. Yes. Yep. Agreed. Done. <laughs> done, done. I love it. I love it. Um, so, okay, back to the show. I keep getting distracted. <laughs> this is the show, Savannah. I know. <laughs> I know. My but goodness. in the show, they do this weird thing. The Gelflings have this weird thing called dream fasting. And basically... Yep. Two or more people can sit together and put their hands together like palms touching each other. And they're able to see past and see things that have happened, uh, which is so cool. You can share memories. Yeah, Yeah, you can share your memories. And when I first saw that, I was like, oh, my God, it's Ray and Kylo. They're touching hands. Yeah. Hands are touching. Okay. New canon. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It was... It was a little weird because that's immediately what I thought of. And so I think there are more than enough Star Wars parallels here. Like Brian mm-hmm. mentioned, there's a lot of puppeteers that worked on the show. Mark Hamill is also a voice actor in the show. But yep. when you get down to the grit of the story, the dream fasting thing is really similar to the Force Bond, in my opinion, with some of the like scenes that they have dream fasting parties in i don't know what they call it um <laughs> dream fasting and then, parties dream passing dream fasting parties yeah and there's multiple sons <laughs> over thra which is like tatooine you know they have yes. multiple sons yeah um we've already talked about how the skeksis and the uru are very balanced which again Hello. darkness rises Star-worthy. and light to meet it yeah it's crazy and then we said how agra is very similar to Yoda. Like, as I was watching this, I was just like, every Star Wars fan 
would love this. Like, if you are a Star Wars fan, you need to watch this show because mm-hmm. it's not similar enough to where you're just you feel like you're rewatching Star Wars because it's not like that at all. But there are little hints here and there that make you think of Star Wars, and I'm like, oh, I like this. Ooh, ooh. Speaking of another thing that I just remembered, I feel terrible. I forgot. So another puppeteer that works on Star Wars that's also on this is the puppeteer for Lore, who was uh, oh. uh, Dam- Damien Farrell. Yeah, the Damo. That dude's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. He's also a, a, a yeah puppeteer in Star Wars. And that did this. He was lore. How cool was the design of lore? Lore was amazing. It was a collection of rocks that was like animate. I so got to be cool. honest. I was not his biggest fan at first, and then he grew on me. Well. He grew right. on me. I did he's end like up a, liking a him a like a rock dog. Yeah, he's like a rock jar jar. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's like Ludo from the Labyrinth, but in Dark Crystal. He was mm. He was pretty cool. It, it like took him a little while, though. He had to grow on me. I just love the, I kind the, of agree with that. Yeah. Initially, I was like, what is this? And then once yeah. things got rolling, I was like, okay. He's literally I, a pile of rocks held together with this, like, uh, I don't even know what you would call it. It's like a uh, talisman like a, thing that she puts in his mouth. Magic. I mean, yeah. yes, it but yeah, it's, it has like a magic, magic property to it. Magic in a box. <laughs> All those words together make me so happy. I, yeah. I love weird... That's something I like about Dark Crystal is that they even expounded upon in the series is they do just weird stuff that's like, oh, this is just how this works. And you're like, okay, cool, yeah. Furry balls that have uh, mouths that are... Yes. Okay, biscuits. Yes. Got it. it. It's that and, authenticity that's just like Star Wars for me. Like, I've never once watched yes. something Star Wars and like questioned it because it just like... It just makes sense. And that's the same way yeah. with the yeah. show. Yeah. It just gives it to you, and I, I feel that way about Lore. The fact that like the design that he talks through, essentially like a record needle, and it like it spins, and then he can put his little finger on it and do this thing. I'm like, this is crazy. You put a talisman, little necklace thing, in a pile of rocks, and it talks to you like a record player, and it's super strong to protect Brit. What is going on? I am here for it. Yes, I just love it. Just love it. I feel like those things never seem weird to us because the way that they're designed is still in some sort of familiar way. Like the physics have Mm -hmm. eyes and a mouth, you know, like it's very little things like that where you're like, oh, this is weird, but I like it, you know, and it doesn't make you question exactly what's happening. Yeah. There needs to be a suspension of disbelief when experiencing these kinds of things. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. We got, we, we got to see a little bit of a, uh, a little bit more than we probably should have of the Skeksis um, mm. in a few scenes here. Like, I, mm. I remember one of the one of the scenes that, like, freaked me out the most as a kid was in the movie when they uh, derobe Chamberlain. Oh, my gosh. And they just, like, rip his clothes off, and he's, like, screaming, and then he's just naked along the wall. <laughs> I literally put uh. my hands up and, like, covered the TV when that happened. So that was like, oh, it 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 just scared me as a kid. So in this one, I was like, are we get are we getting more naked Skeksis? Is this happening? And then Agra's like, we just get Agra. loads of snot, and Agra is just disgusting. She like, <laughs> she like takes her eye. She's like, oh, gotta wash my eye, and puts yeah. it in the tub as he's sitting in it. And then he starts peeing, and there's three streams. I was like, what Ew. is happening? There was a lot of weird, awkward things. Yeah, yeah. but I think awesome. that's what makes it special, you know. I agree. I mean, <laughs> all so, the snot, it's guys. So good. Very gotta memorable. have all the snots. Yeah, exactly. It it uh, it adds to it, you know. It's the whole thing. But the so the overall thing of the series that my ADD has prevented us from until now, there are these Gelflings. There are the Skeksis that are in charge. 
The Skeksis are afraid to die, so they're draining the Gelflings of their life essence in an attempt to try and live longer. Uh, Rian's girlfriend is the first to go. Rian sees it, and then he cheeses it. Uh, that rhymed. And uh, the Skeksis are trying to keep that truth from coming out, and uh, Rian is trying to ex- get the truth out there and be like, hey, guys, so listen, I understand uh, there's not good things with the Skeksis. And they're like, no, they're cool, man. And he's like, no, they're really not. And then Deet comes up, and she's like, oh, it's really bright out here. Also, the animals are acting kind of weird. And uh, I'll help you with this. And also, this is Hup and a Spoon. And let's save the world. Also, Brea's here. And she's great, and her sister is the worst. Oh, my Welcome gosh, her sister is the worst. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's God. the show. <laughs> yep, so who's your favorite character? <laughs> um... This is what Savannah's life is like, by the way. So hard. Um, I don't know who my favorite character is. I feel like I have a handful that I really love. I really love top th- top three. Like Deet Hup. I feel like this is like Same. the obvious answer. You have to say What's that. What's the yeah. third yep. one? Ooh. Yeah, it's true. Because I think we're all Deet and Hup as first and second, right? I really like Brea a lot. Brea's th- awesome. I think it's. Mm, ugh, I don't know. Can I say the Skeksis as a whole? I just love them. I think they're You can. The yeah. I'll, I will allow it. <laughs> okay, great. That. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yep. As the new host of the podcast link, Podling cast. The Podling um, cast. I'll, yes. Podling cast. I'll allow it. Oh, my God. Yep. Do you have a favorite? Uh, who are your top two favorite Skeksis? Um, uh, definitely Chamberlain. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Dude cracks me up. I think the scientist, too. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. but I also really like Skeklak, which I don't actually remember um, yeah. her, like, yeah. I like to refer to them as their, like, nickname name, because I feel like it's easier to keep track of them that way, um, yeah, but I don't great. actually remember what her, let me look it up, I don't remember what her name was, um, but actually, Skeklak is the collector. The, yeah. That's, okay, that, yep, okay. Yeah, yeah um, she's so gross. I... <laughs> She's the she's really gross, but I just I thought <laughs> she was so fun. Like I love that it was Aquafina voicing her. Like I love Aquafina. It yes, was <laughs> fit perfect. She was an experience. She was great. So mm. gross, just oozing everywhere. There are, like, there are several instances in this show that are absolutely repulsive, and several <laughs> instances that literally made my skin crawl. Same. Like with the spider creatures. I can't remember what they're called. The spitters. The spitters. Oh, my gosh. So my biggest phobia is spiders. Like, I hate really? spiders. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, my, my actual biggest phobia is something else that I Brian. can't talk about on the show okay. because Go you on. guys would all make fun of me. But my second biggest oh, phobia is not. spiders. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that runway. <laughs> it's actually not. And the thing that it is, you're not allowed to know. But anyway, spiders. <laughs> Some people do know. And they're like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, no, I can't tell people this. Anyways. Yeah. Um, spiders freak me the heck out. I hate them, big or small, can't stand them. And then I saw a friend post on Facebook. She was like, oh, no, that episode of Dark Crystal was really uh, not fun to watch before bed if you don't like the creepy crawlies. And I was like, what episode are you watching? (laughs) And I made sure, I can't remember which one it was, and I made sure, though, to, like, not watch that one at night. Yeah, with the daylight, all the the house lights (laughs) on. (laughs) Yeah, there were so many of those things, though. So gross. But, But, you know, the show makes you uncomfortable. It's art. It's supposed to make you feel something. Well, That's and true. it has a purpose. I mean, you're not yeah. supposed to like those creatures anyway, so. Well, exactly. Yep. But, yep. Whew, yep. yeah. <laughs> 
I did like the labyrinth sort of feel with the spiders talking as like the hands mm-hmm. in the labyrinth. Mm-hmm. Yep. She yeah. chose down. Yeah, I like I like that. That was interesting. <laughs> do you do, have you not seen the labyrinth? No, I have, but just the way you did it was funny. That's how they do it. I know. I just yeah. wasn't expecting it. Well, welcome <laughs> to what it's like being my friend. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Hup, number one. D, very close, number two. Number three is probably the heretic for me. Oh. Yes. Oh, I totally forgot about the heretic. The heretic is. I like the heretic a lot. So good. Yeah, he's like, I mean, it's Andy Samberg, which is hilarious. <laughs> yes. uh, but I just love that he's got like a screw on his head and he's like, it's time for puppets. And it's <laughs> he's just, I tried to tell those Skeksis and they weren't listening to me. So now, well, I'm with him now. And uh, welcome. And hold on. Yeah. We got to get it ready. Like, I don't know. He's just so different and weird. And I like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him and the Wanderer yeah. were such a fun pair. <laughs> yeah, they were. And it's like, <laughs> okay, come on. Because he took forever to talk. It was so good. I love that they each have their own personality. Like, Agreed. They're just so unique. Because at first, it I didn't even realize how many of them there were. Yeah. And obviously, as the show go on, goes on, you get to know like each individual one. And yeah, they're they are something. They're not my favorite. That's for sure. <laughs> I love I love Hup and Deet. And I think after that, it would be Brea. I love yeah how curious one. she is and. I don't know. There's something about her that reminds me a lot of Leia, and it's not because she's a princess, but I think it's just like she's I very tough, it. but not as sweet as Deet. Deet is like overly sweet. Like we all yep. love Deet. Um, yep. Super innocent. She's but like Brea, the right amount of kind and sweet. Yeah. 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 Brea's like, I just really like her. I think she's so precious. Brea's awesome. I like Brea. Yeah. You guys can have the Skeksis because they're gross. I don't like the Skeksis. Thank you. I love them. Except for the heretic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the heretic because he's like a Skeksis that's not a Skeksis. <laughs> he's yeah. a non-Skeksis. Skeksis. He's a non-Skeksis. Hence the heretic and why he like lives on his own. Yeah. Pretty neat. Yeah. The hunter I thought was really, really cool. Yeah. He, um, he was from, really cool. Like I like the design aspect of him. The fact that he's like wearing a skull helmet and yeah, he was, those like horn <laughs> things coming out the like back. The Q bone of the Skeksis world. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Yeah, I, I like I like that a lot. The scientist, I was not expecting him to uh uh go through what he did. He got his eye eaten out. Alright, I just said it. It's Ugh. like one of the first episodes, guys. That's a spoiler. I don't care. <laughs> that was That, that scene was, uh, was oh, this crazy. Is, yeah (laughs) oh well guess you failed time to time to have your eyes eaten out and i was like dear lord this went south so fast it really did ruthless yeah skexies are tense man (laughs) i love the little creature that is basically the lock for that little um the little snake thing yeah yeah when they shut the the bottle of essence into that little cell and there was like that little snake thing that locked it up yep i would like one of those I don't know what I would use it for, but I would like one. The way you feel about spiders is how I feel about snakes. Oh, so, I don't like snakes either, but I thought it was uh, enough to keep people away from stuff. I see the death mark in Harry Potter, and I'm like, nope. Yeah. I'm really? Good. Wow. Can't relate don't like to either. <laughs> yeah, don't like snakes. Can't do it. But it's okay. Indiana Jones doesn't either, so it's cool. Yep. That is All so right. true, is, and he is a hero. Yep. 
So that's mm-hmm. right. That's right. See, I kind of like and snakes and spiders in a way. I'm like cautious that's of okay. them, Tori. but I really appreciate. <laughs> I really appreciate like their physical beauty, though. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some spiders are just straight ugly. Is there any? But <laughs> there are some really cool looking spiders out there. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm gonna rush to meet them, but you know, I can appreciate what they're what they're doing. You know, interesting. Sure, well, yeah, totally. It's been a great show. Thanks for coming. Looks like I just secured my place as co-host again. <laughs> it's but all about the long game, friends. It's okay. Friends. I will you just protect you all from the spiders and snakes. It'll be great. Yeah, you're going to have to because uh, <laughs> I am not. You know, spiders I'm not afraid of. I, I have this weird thing where, like, the fact that I know they have an exoskeleton, I was like, you're just goo inside of a shell. Like, where? I just take that. A snake, on the other hand, will kill you in the two worst ways possible. They strangle the life out of you or they attack your nervous system with terrible venom. This is true. Nope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do Why a are we hard talking pass. about this on my show? <laughs> because <laughs> somehow we got on the topic of because because you know what else is scary? The Skeksis, and mm. they eat people like gelflings in an mm. attempt to stay alive. Let's go back for a second and talk about behind the scenes stuff because uh, two people's bodies are in one Skeksi costume. I couldn't yep, believe that. That, that was insane. that. Mm-hmm. is so insane. And, and when that one that person they said they basically have like their head in someone's armpit is disgusting because yeah. you know it's stinky <laughs> you know in it's there. Sweaty. And the fact that they yeah. also had like a monitor in there, like a small yeah. little TV monitor. Yep. Like what? That's I can't imagine being a puppeteer and like looking at a monitor and knowing how to act to that. It's really hard. Oh my gosh. It's that would really, be so really difficult. Hard. I've been trying for a long time. Mike Quinn has a school of puppetry, and uh, I am enrolled. And he breaks down exactly that, like, cause like that's one of the the biggest arts of puppetry is eye lines, mm-hmm. because usually you saw in the behind the scenes the sets are built up, you know what I mean? So there's people actually walking around on the ground in between these like little like hallways essentially, yeah. And they have their arm lifted all the way up, right? So they have a monitor four eye lines so they can see where the lens is so they're not looking in crazy directions and at each other and everything because they obviously can't be looking up because the point of view that you have of the puppet is not going to be the same as the screen. So it's all trying to figure that out. And the fact that Skeksis are essentially hand puppets mm-hmm. because their arm is controlling the neck and the head. Yeah. So to do all of that and then you imagine the weight that these things have. Gosh, it's that's a, what that's I was amazing. thinking about is holding your hand up like that all day. Yeah, for oh, like yeah. a really long period of time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And even that's when they're they not do. filming, they're rehearsing and stuff. It's not like you can just chill out for a while with your puppet. Like, yep. it, it. I'm sure when the cameras are not rolling, you're rehearsing and practicing things and making sure you know your lines, like all of that. I just can't believe that yeah. people do that all day. <laughs> And they're heavy. That's the other thing, because a yeah. lot of these puppets also have animatronics in them. You know, so like yeah, to opening move the and eyes and the ears. Exactly. And, yeah. Little tiny, you know, idiosyncrasies. Like, the, the, I can't say that word. Uh, like <laughs> tiny little things that's happening. I'm getting so excited about this. I'm like, yeah, puppets. There are your hands in there. Puppets. And you can't see. I talk with, I talk with my hands, so I'm actually using my hand to be like. And then they talk like this, and it's a, they move their fingers, and you know, the middle finger is what does Yoda's eyebrows, and it's crazy. It's crazy what these people do. And the amount of people that are involved in one puppet 
and you have you know the best of the best on this series, and it shows like the builds of the puppets as well as the puppeteers, and they're all incredible actors. Because in the behind the scenes stuff, and even the blooper reel, uh, the performances that these puppeteers are giving with their voices as well are on par with oh, what yeah. we hear in the show. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're all actors. Yep. It's so cool. Yeah, they have that whole section on the documentary about how like you have to be an actor. Like being a puppeteer is like not separate from being an actor. Like that's Absolutely. why they're so good because they are also acting in full when they do it. It's so cool. It's true. It's true. It's, they say the same about voice actors. They're like, how do you become a voice actor? Oh, yeah, absolutely, First, yeah. become an actor <laughs> because you have to be able to act. Yep. Uh, and the same goes Makes for puppetry, sense. except there's that, that other tactile side where that's the hardest part is like having your mouth move differently from the puppet because a lot of puppets won't – if you notice in like old Muppets as well – uh, when they move the mouth, the mouth doesn't open every time a syllable happens. Sometimes they do, but not always. Yeah. A lot of times they can kind of do seven syllables for four mouth movements, but it just works. So training yourself to be able to meet that in the middle and know when to do it, when not to, is the art of puppetry. Um, it's so cool. There's so I much skill that goes into this show. Like So much skill. Oh my god, yeah, on it's every just, level. Yeah, and it, it kind of blows my mind that there's so much effort being put into something like this where the original movie came out in the 80s and this is being revisited with such care. And I think the thing that surprised me the most in the behind the scenes documentary is how supportive Netflix was of the project. And yes. mm-hmm. the, the whole part about when the show was first being discussed, um, the Jim Henson company did a, a short, uh, real, I guess, I don't know, it wasn't a real, but a short like segment. A demo. A demo, yeah, yeah, of the show. And they had a puppet Skeksy, but the Gelfling was CGI. Yes. And yeah. uh-huh. it just, I mean, it was super cute, but it's totally different from how the show ended oh, up. Oh, yeah. Well, it's worlds different in look, too. Like, I just, yes. I mean, it was cute, Agreed. but it just didn't fit. It just didn't work. Yeah. I thought, anyway. And Netflix, Agreed. yeah, I agree. And Netflix recognized that, and they were like, well, what would it cost to just do puppets? And I'm sure... The people at the Jim Henson Company were like, oh, man, that's a lot to ask of. Of course, we want to do it, but that's a lot of work. But to have that kind of support is huge because we all know studios are out for money. Streaming companies are out for money. Like, that's a very big investment to ask for people to do that. Uh, But they knew that they wanted to do it right. And I'm like, that's so cool that they were able to do it with puppets and do it the right way and put so much care and time into it. I, I think the show took three years to make. Wow. Uh, which yeah. Is, which is actually pretty impressive. I think generally speaking in terms of all the, the stuff, they well, all, yeah, all the sets, every single piece of foliage, all the puppets, backups for the puppets, probably backups mm-hmm. yeah. to the backups for the puppets. Like it's, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's nuts. Yeah. And each puppet has unique facial features. It's like no two of these Gelflings look exactly alike, in my opinion. Each no, one yeah. is mm-hmm. somehow different. Yep, agreed. And Absolutely. Their, their skin tone is different. Their eyes are different. Their hair is different. They're all unique, which is great because then you can tell them apart. But that's so much extra work that goes into it. And it's just crazy and you think about it too in terms of movies with actors and actresses 
Um, yes, you may need to take a lot of time to make costumes for all of these characters, but think about it. A human being can dress themselves, so that's that saves you some time. But well, puppets, it's like us. it's like puppets have to be dressed. You have to do their little. You know, you have to paint their face. You have yeah, to style yeah. their hair. A lot and of the like, girl gelflings have braids. Like, that's so much work. Did you notice yep. in the documentary as well? So, like, Cela... Oh, well, I guess it's not really a spoiler. Celadon has a makeup change at a certain point. And it, yes. they were, it, yep. it looked like they were, like, actually on set. And she was literally doing her makeup to reflect the you know, those few scenes. Yeah. Doing the puppet's makeup, yes. essentially. Because it yes. looked like she was just using straight makeup. Which makes sense because that's not generally how she looks the entire time. But I thought that was really right. funny. I thought so too. And that's the amount of care and thought that they put into this. And it makes oh, yeah, you believe absolutely. that these creatures are real. Like when I first started watching the show, the, in the first five to ten minutes, it's like I felt like I was watching puppets. And then after that, I never really felt like I was watching puppets again because you're so immersed in everything that they're doing. It feels mm-hmm. so real. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Absolutely. It's crazy. And... The thing that I I think took me out of the world when I watched the movie for the first time and kind of the reason why I turned it off was they kept cutting between Gelflings as uh, puppets for close-up shots and mid-shots, but from far away, it was yeah. a child dressed up. Yeah. Which is yeah. like, I know I know why they did it, but for me, that was just like weird. My, my brain was super bothered by that. And again, I get why they did it, but <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's confusing me because I already felt that the Gelflings looked like humans and then they're yep. cutting to shots of an actual kid running on yeah. the side of a mountain or something. And I was like, I don't, I don't get this, you know, but it's so awesome that everything in the show here is a puppet, you know? Yes. Agreed. Agreed. More puppets, please. More puppets. Give me more puppets. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so should we should we dive into spoiler territory just for a few minutes? Yes. Um, it's your show. Yes. Do what you want. <gasps> so the ending, guys. Yes. It's so sad. Oh man. Mm. Alright, so, so we're going. Sad. We're doing spoilers. Spoiler we're warning. Doing we're doing it. Alright. So it. the ending. So our little precious baby Deet. <laughs> yeah. It bums me out. Sweet Rest baby Deet. My little angel. Yeah. <sighs> she took she took the fall, guys. Yeah. She I mean, did she's it. She's not saved dead, everybody. is she? I'm confused. She's not dead. Okay. I was like, like, wait, did I miss something? <laughs> she she's basically just having absorbed some serious all of the problems, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. she's not she's like it, for all intents and purposes she's dead. She's not there anymore. It's like she's Anakin just, and Vader. Like yeah. the D yeah. is the the part of D yeah. that we love is gone. Yeah. yeah, she absorbed all of the darkening for everyone, and then is now just existing as opposed like she's not Deet anymore. Yeah, it's so sad. And I was she, I was not expecting that at all. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I thought she would have just died. I kind of thought she might die. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. I thought she yeah. would be killed and. I think honestly, this was even worse. I agree. Yeah. It's like way sadder because she's still there. Yeah, uh, she's yep. still there, and it's just not herself. Oh man, it's so sad. Yeah, and my thing is too. Hup wasn't even there to see this. Like, nope. Yeah. What is he, he gonna no think idea. when he yeah. sees his friend again and she's not who she was? That's what hurt my heart the most. Was when I kept thinking about Hup. It's always the ones left yeah. behind. <sighs> yeah. It's like Bays and, uh, and Chirrut. 
It's like Chirrut's death was heartbreaking, but it was even more so because Baze was there to watch it. Yep. You're like, yep. oh, yep. man. Oh man! Yeah. Oh yeah. That's gonna. I mean, hey, maybe that's the second season of the show. Have they have Huff to? Go if on they don't have a second season, save her. Oof. I'm gonna have yeah. some problems. I gotta know more. I did yeah. want to talk about that because they left it open. Like when when Sean and I were watching this, he's like, "Oh, I'm interested to see how they're gonna end it," because he knew in the movie like there were only two Gelfling left. Yes, and he actually, right. He actually remembered it wrong, and he thought there was only one Gelfling left. So he was like, "Oh, they're they're all gonna get killed off." Yeah. And then they didn't, and he was like, "Oh, well, this is great." And I'm like, "Yes, it is great. Maybe they'll do another season." They so, have to. Yeah. I went. Yeah. In, I went into the show being like, "Oh, well, we know how this." is gonna end everybody's gonna die mm-hmm. and i looked at the like timer for the last episode and i was like they have 10 minutes left to kill everyone how are they gonna do this and then yeah it didn't happen so yeah, yeah i feel like there's definitely more more of a story to be told there and I'm, I'm hoping that now that they have the sets and puppets and all that i'm hoping if a second season does happen it won't take as long to do because a lot of the resources are there oh yeah i don't really know Mm -hmm. how that affects the production time but i would hope that it could really speed up the process oh yeah i'm sure when they were writing this series they probably you know were thinking about how can we leave this open for another you know way to continue the story so i really hope that happens because i would I would love to see more and more of this. And I think it would be even cool if they did a feature film or something that we could like pay to go see in the theaters. I would love. Oh that. yes. Same. <sighs> Absolutely. That'd be amazing. It would be awesome if they screened some of these episodes in theaters. Like I would love to see this on the big screen. Right. That would be pretty incredible. Yeah. Do either of you have a private home theater that I could come crash? <laughs> I, I mean, had I have a massive TV. <laughs> a decent, yeah. I have a like kind of big TV. I feel like yeah. our TV is big, but I just want to see this in a movie theater. I I, I agree. I mean, how much is it to rent out a movie theater for like a couple hours? I don't know. Whatever it is, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like companies do it for events, right? Like, yeah, hmm. that is true. It I'll is not I'll look into this. Unheard of. Okay. You just let us know. Just let you know. That's and then we'll do our first uh, Podling cast there live (laughs) at the theater because that's what's coming. Oh my gosh! Gig purses for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll have biscuits. Everybody, look under your chairs. (laughs) You (laughs) get a biscuit (laughs) and you get a biscuit. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Oh man, what do you guys think is the most compelling thing about this show? For me, I think, um, I mean, obviously, great story, hello. But for me, I think the biggest thing has been watching how they translated over everything from the movie. Like, they, in my opinion, improved upon it, but also kept all those things that were familiar. And they really just created something that was both the same and different. And it was just, like, Mm -hmm. seamless and flawless. I think it's it's been really cool seeing them recreate, you know, the puppets, the foliage, the sets, but in a mm-hmm. newer and a little bit improved way. It's amazing, too, that the son of the guy that invented this world was so involved with the show, too. Yeah. Like, yes. Uh, it just yeah. war- it just warms my heart seeing people that 
it had an impact on them as a child or whatever. Like so many people when they interviewed them said, you know, yeah, like this was I grew up watching this. It just means and so now much. Doing it. Yes, it means so much to see people that just geek out over this stuff put everything into these kind of productions. It is the best. Yeah, me too. And and that's why this stuff is so good. It's because they're literally putting their heart and soul into this. And you can see the difference. There's always a difference between things where people are putting their heart and soul into it and it means something to them and other people who just are doing it for the money or whatever their reasons are. You know, everybody has different motives. But there's always a clear difference in those people that have had it impact their lives and they want to, like, give that to someone else. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think, obviously, you know, you can be incredibly talented, but I think it's always that, like, bit of passion that, like, just pushes it over the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Totally what about agree. you, Brian? What do you think is the most compelling thing about the show? The puppets, man. <laughs> like, just how, like you're saying, how much care went into it. And just the the world, you can tell everything about this show was so thought out mm-hmm. and, like, it makes you want to enjoy it more, you know, like mm-hmm. especially definitely me, you know, if somebody is kind of just sort of half doing it, you're like, okay, well then I'll half watch it, mm-hmm. you know, but you can see like how many books were in that library and they were all like individually made oh gosh, with stuff yes. on the pages. And that you know? staircase on its own is like, oh, yes. <laughs> so like, and that's just the set. That's not even the things happening on it. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they spent so much time on the floor. And you're like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is literally the bottom of everything that you're not even going to see. Yep. And they put that much work into it. Um, And I I love, like Tori, I love creatures. I love aliens. Like, that's my jam. Mm -hmm. And the creatures Mm. in this... (laughs) Yeah, like, (laughs) the, the creatures that they did in this series, the new ones that they added, the old ones that they updated, it was just so cool to see. Uh, and then I'm all about world building, man. The lore behind mm-hmm. it all, how it added to like this makes the movie so much better. The movie was oh, already a thousand really percent agree. Yep. Yeah. Man, like very rarely does something that comes after something completely revitalize the first thing that started it. But it is night and day the movie before and after this series. Yeah. Um, I totally it's just, agree. Like just context alone, not even talking about everything else. Um, I just I loved it. I thought the characters were amazing. I thought the puppets were incredible. All of the actors, the, from the voices to the actual puppeteers, it's the best of the best doing what they do best. And I feel lucky that <laughs> that I live in a time where I get to watch this sort of stuff. You know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's it's the characters. Like it's obviously everything that you guys just said too. But I just think the core characters in the show are so precious, and you just you want the Gelflings to be okay and you want them to do the right thing and their adventures are just so fun to watch and I just I just love all the characters so much. For me, that was a really big reason why I decided to pay closer attention to this. I was like, oh, who's this little podling guy? Yeah. <laughs> I want to be his friend. But yeah, that's it's just such a great show and I hope that... If people are listening to this and haven't seen it yet, please go watch it. Um, yes. I just really, um, stop it. I really hope that <laughs> I really hope that people watch this and support it because we need more shows and movies like this widely available yep. on places like Netflix. You oh, know? absolutely! Yeah, I feel I, like it's uh, agreed. I feel like it's hard to find like a 
studio or company that's willing to invest that much time and that much money in something. But I yep. feel like those are always the best products. And I think I really mm-hmm. hope that this gets the love that it deserves so that we can have more of this type of thing. I yeah. I worry I all the like time. This, yep. I was just going to say, I feel like this show, it gives you so much creative inspiration. Yes. And Absolutely. I was talking to my hairdresser last night. He hadn't seen the show yet, but he's very into comic books. He's very into Star Wars. He's very into fantasy. And he loves creating his own characters. And he draws them and creates stories for them. And I was like, dude, you have to watch this show because it just gives you, like, such a big swell of creativity in your life. When I got done watching this, I was like, I don't know. I ju- it just gave me a push to do things that I've been wanting to do, but didn't feel very motivated to do them. But I think it's just because so much creativity went into this. It just like, it just overflows onto the viewer. Yeah, it's contagious. Yep. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree I agree. Yeah. So good. Well, so good. do we have any closing thoughts about Dark Crystal? Please watch it. Go watch it. General, general, <laughs> watch it. general public, please watch it. And we need but, more merchandise. I want to buy yes. this we stuff. Do. We do. Agreed. <sighs> I need Agreed. t-shirts. Team, team I need Fizzgig biscuit slippers. I need. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I need like a Fizzgig biscuit hat. I need everything. We need hub hats. We need like hub hats. hats. We need oh, spoons. my God. Oh. Yeah. Little hub beanies. We need the spoons. We need. <sighs> we need everything. Yes. Everything. So There's a ton of so merchandising gonna... opportunities here. I need a Nurlock yeah. p- plush. Need that. Yes. Yep. You, you yes. need a Nurlock, one of the airplane, you know, neck pillows. Okay. <gasps> Hear me out. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. We need we need hub hats that are now called hub caps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know how uh, <laughs> you know how Star Wars has really random advertising of like BB-8 oranges. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now we have uh, Fizz biscuits. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. Put I'll them come, on a biscuit. I'll come box. up with more. These are just all on the top of my head. Bis- Fizz gig saltines. Um, mm-hmm. You know, cookies. They call them cookies over there in the UK. Mm-hmm. So if you get like biscuits, we're going to have southern like biscuits like here mm-hmm. or like biscuits over there. Boom. Two different kinds of foods. Same word. Mm-hmm. That's how language is. Uh, there's <laughs> there's options, guys. That's what I want. Yep. I do not want Skeksy spaghetti. Ew. Um. No. <laughs> Nothing Skeksis. No. Hey. Just something that says essence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely yeah, a perfume. Maybe. Oh my gosh. And the bottle can be like the dark oh, crystal. Yes. Come on. That's it. Yeah. Oh my That's God. Genius. That's genius. I actually had like we a We have horrible, a winner. Oh my gosh. I had a horrible idea for a Skeksis cosplay, but I'll have to tell you about that later. I don't know. Okay. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Chamberlain I love by the perfume Chanel. idea though. Yes, I love that we idea. need it. We need it. So, yeah, if you're listening to this and you're a creative merchandiser, please make this happen. Yeah. Oh, a little, like, bath set, too, with podling stuff. Oh, my gosh. And little bath salts that are purple. Yeah. Detergent. Laundry detergent. Oh, But it's podless. (laughs) Detergent. We need, like, a hub bath set for sure. Yeah. They could merchandise the heck out of this. I'm telling telling you, there's so much. Why are we not in charge? (laughs) Exactly, <laughs> Paladin baking spoons. Hire us, I mean, there's somebody please. could literally sell a bag of rocks for and call it? it lore. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> a pet, like a pet. Ro- oh my god, lore was the and original. And you know we would buy that. Pet rock. You know, I you just know realized. We'd buy it. 
Oh my god, I would totally. You just need rocks with like magnets in them. Yeah, a lore pet rock. Just take some rocks, carve some lines in it, sell them. Yeah, that's it. Capitalism. Yeah, capitalism. (laughs) Somebody please make this happen. The Skeksis perfume would have to be called Essence. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, With or, or and in a dark crystal shaped bottle. Yes. yes. And yes. it needs like a button that you can push and it'll say, Essence! Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can't. <laughs> or w- when you take the cap off, you hear Chamberlain's like, Oh, man. No, that I think be it needs better. to be. I think it needs to be attached to the spray. So, like, when you spray it, it oh. does that. Essence! <laughs> 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 That's it. We have so many ideas. Call us, Dark Crystal <laughs> merchandising peeps. These we're are, available. This is just a. This is just a taste. Please We've got call us. That we're not telling you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. Also, I'm serious. Please call stuff, me. Please. Thank yeah, you. for real. <laughs> My number is two. They cut out there a second. Uh, <laughs> hope you got. Hope you got it. Um, we got ideas for things. Uh, more hub stuff. Yes. Always. More, more deep stuff. stuff. More dark crystal stuff. Hubcaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, Pretty good. Right. Honestly, I just want like I want a hubcap with Hub's face on it. Done. That's yeah. what I want. And he's spinning. Ca- yep. Car accessory sets. Done. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Done. What do, What would DEET be? DEET, hmm. th- you'd have to have something like detail-oriented, you know? It's like, we don't mm. forget about the DEETs or something like that. We're all about the DEETs. <laughs> It'd be like a slogan for a cleaning service. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, interesting. DEETs organic fruit. You know, or like that glowy moss that she has. the moss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd take some glowy moss. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Deets decorations. <laughs> Deets decor. Deets, Deets designs. Oh. Yeah. We're just spitballing here, guys. You can have these ideas. <laughs> no, they have to buy these for no, us. No, no, no. Definitely not. Intellectual property. Perfume is a winner. Absolutely not. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. true. You can't do the perfume. I'll, gi- I'll give you Deets, de- Deets something. Never mind. Anyways. <laughs> um, Tori, where can people find you online? Um, on Twitter, I'm at Tori Fett, and on Instagram, I'm at Boba Fox. So, yeah. Everybody love go follow it. her. She's amazing. I yeah. love you, I try. I love you guys as well. You succeed. Brian, where can people find you online? People can find me online at Jedi Brian everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, if you want to hear a deep dive into the Dark Crystal movie I did with a guy who just saw it for the first time, that's on Patreon slash Tom slash Jedi Brian. I forgot how to talk this episode. <laughs> also, first off, it's idiosyncrasies. Nope, that ain't it either. I tried. Idios- um, idiosyncrasies. Anyway, <laughs> idiosyncrasies. That's it. That's it. See, that's you a hard it. word. It's like I know the word, but my mouth just isn't working today because I'm so excited talking about podlings. Puppets. Uh, Puppets, pups, pups, as we're as we call them, uh, hubs, p- hubs, caps. Anyway, guys, <laughs> ADD is fun. Um, so Jedi Brian, just just find me there. Yeah. Um, if there's problems at Savannah Kiefer <laughs> on Twitter, um, I read all those tweets, so I'll get them directly. Um, Dark Crystal's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, the interesting podcast. Check that out. Okay. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I was for the longest that. plug of all time. <laughs> all right, are you yeah. done now? <laughs> Well, now that you mention it, um, you can yes. find me everywhere at the Dorky Diva. My blog is thedorkydiva.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash thedorkydiva. Yeah. And we want to give a special shout out to our current patrons, Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, Chris, Daz, Dan, Daryl, Devin, Jared, Jen Marie, JC, Jim, Justin, Katie, Michael, Samir, Cherie, Sherry, and Tom 
Woo! Woo! Thank yeah. you all so much for your support. We love you guys so much. Um, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was something a little different, but you know what? The Dorky Diva uh, show isn't specifically a Star Wars podcast, and I think it's fun when we can kind of branch out a little bit and talk about other things. So Yeah, mm-hmm. keep you on your toes. Yeah, oh, yeah. so let us know if you like this. Um, we would love your feedback. And thanks again, Tori, for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, this was awesome. Really fun. Had a great time. So happy to have you. Uh, And until next time, may the force be with you. And Godspeed, Rebels.